Welcome to Your Work, Your Way. This is the podcast where you learn to get in touch with your inner CEO with soul. Learn to take charge of your career. Learn to show up with confidence in a way that is aligned with who you really are. I'm your host, Lisa Filia, Masters in Psychology, Certified Life Coach, Expert Career Confidence Coach, and Founder of Believe C. Let's dive in. Hey there, here we are. I am so cozy. The weather has turned where I'm at. So uh, I'm in San Diego and it was pretty hot for the past couple weeks, but just this week, it's sweater weather and I am just loving it. So I'm all cozy in in my house here. I hope you all are cozy and well also. So today we are going to talk all about feeling behind. And bottom line, when you feel behind, I'd invite for you to consider that you are right where you're meant to be. Now, I get that that phrase might make you want to roll your eyes a little bit. (laughs) I have been there. Believe me. But guess what? You are where you're meant to be because it's where you're at. And we're going to talk about what this looks like for you, but we're not going to stop there. We're then going to give you some specific steps that you can apply to help yourself when you do feel behind, not only to start getting into more of a momentum type of energy, but also so that you can be getting some traction and move forward with your career or your business. Okay, let's start with our work win. I was working with a gentleman and he wanted to be posting videos online. Now, this was a consult call, so it wasn't a full-on coaching session, but what these calls do is help you to see what's stopping you, what the blocks are that you don't realize maybe are even there that you need to work on to help yourself forward. So on this consult, He's telling me about how he really wants to be posting more online because he wants to build his presence to go further in his sales career. And what the consult revealed is that the reason that he's not posting these videos is because when he goes and thinks about doing it, his brain then redirects and goes to the future where he's imagining how people will respond to those videos and he feels humiliated. So at this point, he doesn't have any videos posted. He hasn't even recorded any videos. And yet here his brain is in humiliation about other people's response to the videos. It's one of the things that our brain likes to do. It takes us out of the present moment, takes us to a future that often isn't the most fun to think about. Sometimes maybe it's a fun fantasy, but in this case it was not. And scares scared this person away from even taking action. So the reason that he wasn't taking action is because of his fear of what would happen if he did. And it was something that he couldn't control. You can't control how somebody is going to react to your videos. You can't control how another person experiences your energy. All you can do is show up as you. And I know that that can be scary. And I know that it can feel so intimidating to the point where you can't take action and then you start blaming yourself for it. But I'm here to share with you, our brain is doing what it was designed to do. It's taking us down a path that will help supposedly keep us safe. 
but it doesn't keep us safe. This tactic that seemed like it was keeping him in safety, and that's really what his brain was desiring was feeling of safety. And the way it did that was by scaring him from showing up. But by doing that, it was actually the most unsafe thing that he could do. How is it unsafe? Well, it's unsafe because what it's doing is it's stopping him from showing up, which means that he's not furthering the career in the way that he wants to, having the presence that he wants, and not really getting to move forward. Talk about a lack of safety. That's just you staying stuck in your spot. And it isn't safe because in the short term, it might feel good. And the long term, it feels psychologically draining because you're not allowing yourself to grow. That's not safe. So what we need to do is we need to retrain the brain to see, one, that you can be safe posting online, and two, that it isn't safe to stay still. Our brain thinks status quo is safer because it knows it. All it really is, though, is it's familiar. Familiar is not safe. It's often actually the slow death, the slow suffocation, because you are drowning. You are choking your own ability to be yourself out. And that is the worst heartbreaking way to live your life because you're not really living. That's not safe. It's detrimental. And so in this consult, that's what we were able to uncover. The reason he wasn't posting was because of a lack of safety. So what do you do then? What do you do when that's you? Well, whether for you it's because of videos you're wanting to post online or something else, I invite for you to think about how is it not safe to stay still? How are you, by staying still, creating even less safety and security for yourself? And I know that all that's doing is another fear-based approach, but I want for you to allow your brain to see that side of it too, because there is still a consequence. And then the other piece, and this is where coaching is so helpful, is you want to create internal safety. A safety that comes from inside so that even if you post that video and people want to humiliate you and say things to you and judge you, you have that inner safety inside. And that looks like you having your own back, trusting yourself to be there for you even when others are not. That's what we want to do for you. And that's what can help you to move forward. Now, when your brain is going way to the future, and giving you a terrible possible outcome. What I'd like for you to do is refocus on the now. Ask yourself, what's the next step? And your brain will want to take you maybe to that future, but you don't need to go there yet. All you need to focus on is that one next step. And for this person that I was working with, his next step in his mind was getting a haircut. And I did push back a little bit to ask him, like, do you really need a haircut? Or is this your brain giving you another thing to put in front of you recording a video? And we did a little bit of work on that. And it was clear that for him to access the energy that he wanted, he really did want to have a haircut. So that's his first step. Go get a haircut for the intention of then recording the video because he already had all the equipment. He had everything he needed. All he had to do now was start getting some momentum. So something as simple as getting a haircut because he knows by getting that haircut, he'll then be moving forward on this path. 
and not focusing on the end outcome, instead focusing on the process and his process begins with getting that haircut, focusing there helps create some momentum. So that is the work one, and this ties in with our topic on feeling behind. What I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you some reasons we might feel behind and the result that we create when we feel that way, and then I'm going to give you some specific steps to help you get out of this uh, mentality. So five reasons why we might feel behind. The first reason I want to share with you is we have this idea of where we're supposed to be. We thought by this time in our career or in our business, we would be at a certain point and we're not there yet. And so what do we do? Well, we start to judge ourselves, our abilities, our own worth and get maybe even mad at God or the universe or other people, whatever it might be, because you're not where you thought you would be. But guess what? You're not where you thought you would be does not mean that you're not where you're supposed to be. How do we know this? Well, Byron Katie, who I love, she talks about it like this. She says that, Whenever you argue with reality, you lose 100% of the time. And what this gets at is the idea that when you argue with what is, then all you're doing is fighting the facts. And you can't, you can't fight a fact. Reality is what it is. And yeah, you create a lot of that reality by your mind. But when you think about it from the external situation that you're in, where you are in your career, where you are in your business, whatever that might be, that's the fact of it. That's what everyone could observe and see. That's objective. That's just what it is. When you fight that, one, you take your focus away from what you can actually impact, and two, you end up just bogging yourself down even more because you get stuck in the spiral of what's wrong, why couldn't I figure this out? But the truth is our ego timing, which I refer to that and is the mental time, is not always the same as the universe's timing or divine timing. And I get more into this in my time management episode, which is one of the, I think it was the second episode. So feel free to go back there if you want to dive into this concept more. But what it's saying at the most basic level is sometimes the timing you think is meant to happen is not the timing that actually happens. And it doesn't mean anything's wrong. It's just where you're at now Don't argue with reality. Let reality be what it is and then move on from that. So that's the first reason we feel behind. The second reason we feel behind is we're over-focusing on a perceived problem instead of a solution. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, I mean that you notice where you're at and you're making it into a problem instead of thinking about a perceived solution. So, for instance, you might be in a specific position, but you see somebody else that is making more money than you, that looks happier than you, that seems more successful than you. And instead of thinking, okay, well, it's possible for that person, so it must be possible for me too. How can I get there? Instead of thinking that way, you think, oh, what's wrong with me? Why am I here? I 
could have done that. I could have been there and I'm not. Gosh, here I go again. I'm so behind. Why am I always behind? And we go in this spiral where we beat ourselves up and we blame ourselves. We then become the victim to ourselves because we take a beating really from our own mind. We start battling with ourselves and telling ourselves how wrong we are for not being farther ahead. And we become the victim to our own self-sabotage, the sabotage in our head, because we're thinking that it's a problem for us to be where we're at instead of focusing on how we can help ourselves forward. The third reason we feel behind, and this really dovetails off of the last one I just said, but We're thinking that someone else's path is supposed to be ours. So we're looking at that colleague or that other business owner and we see their path and we think that we were meant to have that path and we compare ourselves to them relentlessly. What ends up happening? Well, the result is we get really resentful, probably a little jealous, and then we try to be someone we aren't. We're living in a fantasy of someone else's life instead of owning our own reality from a place that has some hope, from a place where we can say, that's not my path. That's theirs. I'm on my own path and there's nothing wrong with my path. Imagine you're in the woods and you see two different paths. They both end up going to the same type of place, but in a different way. And the thing is, there's no path that's better than the other. We can look at one person's path and think it's better, but that's just us seeing our outside perspective of their experience. We don't actually know what it's like to be them. We're not in their head, in their body, in their heart, feeling what they're feeling. And even if we were and they were doing great and feeling amazing, that path is theirs to own, not yours. We need to refocus on our own path. Sometimes that means putting blinders up and ignoring other people isolating ourselves from the people that we feel inadequate towards is one solution and I do see people do that where they on friend people who are on social media or things like that and that's fine if you want to do that go for it but that is not a deep fix that's more of a symptom management the deeper fix is realizing the beauty of your own path a path that maybe you thought you'd be farther on than you are but there's nothing wrong with where you're at. You're on the path you're meant to be on at the time and space you're meant to be on it because it's where you're at. Now, the fourth reason we feel behind. We think the solution to our sorrows is a specific success. So that's why we're so concerned with feeling behind, right? We think if we get to a certain spot, we will be better. We'll feel better. We'll be happier and life will be great. And we think that the solution is being farther ahead and we're not farther ahead. So then we feel bad about it. And we assume it's going to be better when we're farther along. And so we're drowning in our own misery because we're thinking that happiness has to be put on hold. And that really is the result we create. It's not that we need to achieve a certain outcome or be in a certain point of progress in order to feel happy. It's that we're thinking that we need to be there to feel happy. And so we've put our own happiness on hold. 
as we're efforting our way forward, trying to pull ourselves along this path. But yet, what happens is we keep feeling behind because we keep thinking that if we make it, if we get to where we're supposed to be, then we'll feel better, but then we're not feeling better, so then we continually move the goalpost. We'll get maybe farther along, but we won't even acknowledge our own progress because we still feel crappy because we've put our happiness on hold. So we end up continually moving the goalpost to the point where we always feel behind. We never catch up with ourselves because we think when we get there, we'll feel better and we don't feel better yet. But the truth is, the feeling of better. Yeah, you might feel better when you get to a place because it was something that you set out to do and you did it, but you don't need that to feel better. You can allow yourself to feel good now, to find the joy. This often requires some deep healing and release work. This is something I've been working on on a personal level with my own coach, and it's something I also help my clients with as well. We need to heal our emotional wounds. We need to allow ourselves to release and let go so that the joy beneath it all can percolate up and we can enjoy the beauty of the goodness that we already can feel when we allow ourselves to feel it. Now, the last reason that we tend to feel behind is that we time travel in our mind. We focus on a perceived future, something that's better or maybe worse, depending. Like my example in the work when this person's perceived future was both good and bad. Good in the sense that he thought by posting on social media, once he does that, it'll further his game, but also bad because then he started thinking that people could really be laughing at him for it. So he had both in there. But the point of of this example of why we feel behind this last reason is we're time traveling in our brain. We're going somewhere else. We're not in the present moment and we're often in the future. And the result is we don't get to be truly alive because we're not. We're not in the now. We're always ahead of ourselves. So no one gets to enjoy being us now which is a little ironic because then success is always ahead of ourselves and never actually here. Why? Because when we're so focused on the future outcome, even if we were to get to that outcome, our brains used to being in the future. So we just stay in the future. So we're never really arrive, arriving where we're trying to get to. We're always behind ourselves because of our perspective, because we're always looking forward and never actually in our own life in the moment that it's happening, enjoying it now. So those are five reasons why we tend to feel behind. And I want for you to take a moment and think about which of those resonate with you. How have they shown up in your life? How are you maybe applying them now? And maybe you're not, but I invite for you to consider each of them because you might notice later on after listening to this episode, one of them becomes uh, creeping in and then you can identify it. Because sometimes you don't think directly, oh, I'm so behind, but you might be doing one of these things. And so you might end up feeling behind 
at a subconscious level because you're either comparing to another, you're assuming it's better, you're time traveling to the future, you're thinking your timing is right instead of allowing the universe to have its own timing and you're over-focusing on the problem instead of the solution. So I'd like for you to to keep those in mind because they're all indicators uh, that you might feel behind and they're all ways in which you can start to identify if this is happening for you. Because once you identify it, then you can make change and you can make progress. And that's where we're going to go to now. I'd like to talk about what we can do instead. And it's really easy for me to just say, so don't feel behind. End of episode. (laughs) And that is so easy to say and hard to do. So what I want to do is give you some specific steps and there are things that you could actionably do, but also things that you would do mentally and emotionally to help yourself to not feel behind. Now, the very first thing I want to share with you is to allow yourself to have an emotional reaction. I think sometimes we deny ourselves our own disappointment Because we think we'll either drown in disappointment and never move on, or we think it's not productive and that we shouldn't be focused there. So we never let ourselves fully feel the weight of feeling behind. So the very first thing to do to help yourself stop feeling behind is to actually let yourself fully feel behind. What do I mean by this? I mean, notice how it feels in your body to feel behind. Notice where it shows up. For me, this sensation is often this grief, this disappointment and grief that overtakes me. It's often, I'm going to focus inward now, and I invite you to do this too, with this idea of feeling behind. Close your eyes, focus inward. Where do you feel it in your body? And for me, it's it's right in the gut. It's in the core of it. And it's uh, almost like, a punch in the stomach right there, this immense grief of feeling behind. And so the first step is to let yourself feel the grief, to actually focus on it. Maybe to take some deep exhales out to release it. Maybe to scream out loud how you're feeling and how you're upset or sad or angry and let that part of you, that part of you that is judgy, that part of you that's upset or in grief, whichever emotion it might be for you, because it might be different than um, what I'm describing here. Whatever it is, let it have a voice. Let it speak out. Let that part of you speak its truth. Because so often what we do is we notice we feel a certain way and then we bottle it up inside to try to be productive, to try to be solution-oriented. And yeah, we want to be productive and solution-oriented, but if you're continually doing that by swallowing down your own feelings, then those feelings are still there and they're still going to be having an impact. They're still going to be affecting your ability to be productive and to get to where you want to go. So you need to give them an opportunity to be heard. That's the first step. That's something that I help my clients with as well. If you're looking for some support and guidance along this way, there's specific exercises that you can do uh, more than we could go through in in a single episode here and also some that are tailored to your specific situation to really make it work for you. But that is the very first thing to help yourself. The next thing 
that I invite for you to do to stop feeling behind is to not make it a problem. Let yourself see where you're at as simply the reality. This is where you're at. This is the job that you have. This is the revenue you're taking in. All that is is a momentary point in time in your life, a status check. It doesn't mean good or bad. We associate things with it. But think about it like taking the temperature. If you are wanting to go outside and wanting to know what to wear, you're going to look at maybe the weather and you'll see maybe it says it's 65 degrees. Okay, that's it. That's what it is. It's 65 degrees out. Just like you're in this position in your job. Just like this is the amount of revenue your business is bringing in. It's like the weather. It's a status check. That's all it is. It's a measurement. It doesn't mean anything. It's not good or bad. It simply is. It's not a problem. It does not have to be a problem. It's okay if it seems like a problem, but also realize it doesn't mean it actually is. Create the space to let yourself see that it doesn't have to be that anything's wrong. It's simply where you're at right now. It doesn't define you forever. It's a moment in time. Let yourself be in that moment without making it mean anything's gone wrong. The third step, accepting it's where you're at. And that's similar to the one I just shared, but what I what I want to do here is really dive into letting yourself acknowledge it is where you're at. It's where you're at. It, it's just where you're at. It doesn't mean anything. And fully owning you're there. Because sometimes what we'll do is we'll try to fight it. And we fight it by avoiding it, for one. We'll, we'll focus on other people or an idealized future or a worst-case future because you're not farther along. We'll focus there instead of accepting where we're at now, letting it be okay to be where you're at. So it's not a problem and acknowledge it's where you're at. This is where I'm at. A- another example of this, you could use this with your own weight. When you step on the scale, when you take your measurements, it's not a problem. It's just the number on the scale or the number on the measuring tape. And then it's accepting that that's where you're at. That's just what it is. That's that's the number. Now, after that third step, we don't want to stay there because accepting isn't about resigning yourself to a life where you're always behind. That's not what we're saying because what we're actually saying is you're not behind. Where you're at is not a problem. It's not ahead of schedule or behind schedule. It's the schedule, the universe's schedule, where you're at now. That's all it is. Not a problem except where it's at. But then what we want to do from there is we want to get clear on who we think we would be if we were where we wanted. So for example, if we go back to the work win that I shared, he is now getting clearer on who he think he would be if he had what he wanted. So for him, it was all about posting those videos. Why? Because if he posted those videos, then he'd have a stronger presence. And then what does that mean for him? Means more confidence to do his position, more sales coming in uh, for the company that he worked for, uh, better 
presence in front of CEO and executive level people, more authority and credibility and respect to be able to have conversations with that level of leadership from a place in which he would feel really good. So he was getting clear on who he believed he would be if he were where he wanted to be. So that's this next step. That's your fourth step. Get clear on who you think you'd be if you had what you wanted. So ask yourself questions like, okay, if I were where I wanted to be, what would I think about myself? How would I feel about me? What is it that would be different in the way that I show up, in the way that I talk, in the way I hold myself, in the way in which I reach out to clients in the way in which I interact with my colleagues, in the way in which I get up in the morning and get ready for work, what would be different about me? What is that person like? Get to know that person because you want to get to know them because once you can identify what the you that has or is where you want to be is like, not from an external outcome standpoint, but from an internal place, how they think and feel and respond to themselves. Once you know that, you can start doing that for yourself now. You don't even have to wait till you're farther along in your career or your business. You can act that way now. Why? Why would you want to do that? Because that's the version of you that has the thing that you want. And guess what? When you start to access that version of you, you start to feel like that version of you. And you then start to feel like you have the thing that you don't yet have, which means you no longer feel behind. Instead, you feel right on time, right where you're meant to be. And when you feel that way, you can help to bring that future, that actual thing towards yourself. Because really, and if you only remember one thing, let it be this, the place that you want to be at already exists. It's just you haven't realized it yet. You haven't allowed yourself to actualize it yet because you're not showing up as that person yet. Let yourself be that person, experience that person, get to know that person and allow yourself to embody that person. And that will help bring that to you. All right, fifth step, get centered in the present moment. So now that you know the you who already has the thing you want, you want to get centered into the present moment. And what that does is it gets you away from focusing on the idealized future from a fantasy standpoint and start getting you focused on what's happening now. So what this looks like is asking yourself some questions like, okay, what is a next step I could take right now? And I'd want for you to write down all of these questions. Don't worry about answering that them yet. Just write the questions down. What's one next step I could take? What obstacle might I face that could stop me from achieving that step? What are some potential roadblocks I'm considering could show up? What would allow me to make a move right now? Ask yourself questions. And really, if you're just wanting to ask yourself one question, let the question be, what's the one next step I could take now? And if that makes your mind go blank, then make it easier. Ask, what is a next step I could take now? 
Because even if that next step makes you fall flat on your face, at least then you know that that's not the step. So you're further along. But you got to start asking yourself these questions. And then the last step is allowing yourself to answer the questions. Once you've written them down, the questions that you ask, things like, how do I get there? What's missing? What's a next step I could take? Once you get those all out, you're going to then channel that version of you that already has the thing that you want from that earlier step. You know how that person feels. You kind of got to know them. Imagine yourself as that person. Imagine you are them right now. Let yourself feel how they may feel. Be in their presence. Be them. And answer those questions. We go back to the work when. This is what he realized. And I, and I guided him through this process. His next step. He first thought he had to buy more equipment. But then with checking in with his future version of him who has the thing he wants, realized, no, that's just a block that the mind put up. I don't actually need that. For him, it was getting a haircut because that version of him was clean cut and he wanted to present in a clean cut way and that felt good to him. So for him, he now knows his next step. Think about how specific that is. Instead of him thinking about all of it, having to think about figuring out the topic, getting a haircut, getting all the equipment put together, making sure the equipment works, filming the video, making sure all of that goes well, posting it online and having people respond and what that could mean. Instead of thinking of all of those things, this process narrowed him down to focus on just the one next step. And once you do that one next step, then you'll just do the next one next step. But this allows you not to have to become overwhelmed by all of the path that you still want to go on and instead just focus on the step in front of you. This helps you to not feel behind because it keeps you in the current moment, which is all that you can impact. It keeps you focused on what you can actually do as opposed to spinning in all the things that seem like they're wrong and beating yourself up for it. It helps you to be on time because you're actually making moves. And guess what? This process helps you to get to where you're wanting to go, but not have to feel like you have to beat yourself up in order to get there. It creates momentum, it creates traction, and it allows you to get to be you, the you you want to be as you're going. You don't need to feel behind. Where you're at is just fine, and it's exactly where you're meant to be because you are there right now. Nothing has gone wrong. This doesn't mean that it's where you'll always be, but what it takes is let yourself feel how you're feeling. No, it's not a problem, except it's okay to be where you're at and get clear on who you'd be if you had what you wanted. Get centered back in that present moment. Ask yourself questions and then answer them for you and you will not be behind. You will see how you're not behind now. You will know that what is it is that you're wanting can already be yours and is already yours. It's just you haven't realized it yet. Realized as in you just haven't actualized it yet, haven't created it in a physical sense yet, it's on its way. Whatever's meant to be 
is coming for you. And the way to get it is to show up as the one who has it because then you'll be ready to receive it. That's what I have for you. That is how to help yourself if you feel behind. So we've covered a lot of ground. We've talked about why you feel behind and you've gotten some ideas about the results that creates for you. And then we gave you some specific steps so you know what to do instead to help yourself refocus on now, where you're at now. Where you're at right now is just fine and you can make shifts. These steps will help and you can keep moving and going forward on your path. Thank you for listening to our episode today. And if you are ready to dive into your own soul and you want to be connected with soul-filled self-confidence that allows you to fully show up so you can do your work your way with soul, then join me in our group coaching program. It starts in January, but go ahead and enroll now and you'll get some special bonuses. If you sign up before December 5th, you get an additional five-day bonus self-confidence training to help you feel confident during the holidays. And the sooner you enroll, the sooner you start getting support. So click the link in the show notes to enroll and I will see you there.